0: Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School Podcast. This is episode 176. I think it's 76. (laughs) Maybe it's 77. No, it's 76. (laughs) I could try that again, but we're just going to roll with it. Uh, So welcome to episode 176. Sometimes if I don't have my notes in front of me, I forget episode numbers, Uh, but thanks for whacking me in your ears today. I'm excited. Uh, What is going on? How are you? It's a Wednesday here and the sun is actually shining, which is very great. (laughs) It is very great. Uh, It's been a very wet April. We've had a lot of rain. It's still quite cold and it's pretty grey. Not long until we go to Australia, which is very exciting. That is probably the biggest thing that is happening in my world. Uh, Organising the live event, which is happening at the end of the trip, at the end of May, confidently ever after. I got some of the branding work back and... She looks good. Uh, So I can't wait to share it with you. What else is going on in my world? Uh, I'm training a lot, training really hard. I am on a new program and focusing a lot on accessory lifts for my Olympic weightlifting. So my hip uh, has been really well managed for the past couple of months. I've actually had no hip pain for two months now. So we've got a really good management plan. I actually go for my MRI next week. uh, And so we'll see what's going on inside there. But I feel really good about my management plan. And Carson was actually speaking to another practitioner at his clinic. And the practitioner said that, If it's a labrum tear with conservative treatment, it will take about 18 months to two years. Uh, And it's been, it will be 18 months in June since I fell on black ice and started to have the hip pain if it's a labrum tear, uh, which judging by many opinions, it seems to be, so that's really cool, and it's been a really cool experience, and I'll talk more about it on a, another podcast episode, just the journey of, of the hip of the last 18 months, and I'll talk a bit more about what I'm doing to manage it, uh, but my acupuncturist has been amazing, Brad, and so I will record a separate episode on hip pain, my hip pain pain, injury, working around injury, the importance of getting a good team around you, uh, the impermanence of it, and so on and more. So watch this space. Uh, But yeah, I'm loving my training. I'm doing a lot of accessory work for Olympic weightlifting. So what that means is Olympic weightlifting has two lifts, the snatch and the clean and jerk. So, the snatch is where your hands are wide on the bar, you take it from the floor and then snatch it overhead, and you land in the bottom of your squat with the bar overhead in a wide grip. The clean and jerk is where you have a closer grip and you clean it, which is kind of like a deadlift, but it's a clean deadlift or a clean pull. And then it lands on your front, so in your front rack on your shoulders, in the bottom of the squat, then you stand it up and then you jerk it overhead. So you can split jerk it or squat jerk it. I'm a squat jerker. So (laughs) that sounds really funny and strange. I'm a squat jerker, uh, which means that I don't split my legs. I've got really good shoulder mobility and really good squat mobility. So uh, I love... Uh, squat jerking or power jerking. So what I'm working on is the front squat. I'm working on uh, a lot of wide um, grip pressing or wide grip pulling to develop my strength in my shoulder uh, in that wide range. I have been away from the bar for a long time, away from Olympic weightlifting for almost six years now or definitely six years, I think. And so I have to develop a lot of my barbell strength back and so I was doing that with you know working on my squat my deadlift pulling you know bringing back that basic kind of compound strength uh, stuff now we're getting a little bit more specific so you'll see in my training me doing a you know some different kind of stuff and that's because we're working towards moving back into uh, Olympic weightlifting and getting back on the platform, and so I'm really excited about this cycle. It's very challenging, really hard, but I'm really enjoying progressing a lot of the work. Uh, yeah, in my training, so I'm loving training, which you've probably heard a lot about over the last couple of podcast episodes. I've had the pleasure of talking to a few of my warriors about the Warrior Queen Challenge, and. I'm here to serve you up another episode uh, starring a warrior woman. I love these conversations. They are the heart of my work, these women, and they are so inspiring. Today, I get the pleasure of speaking with Nadine. Nadine. Like so many women I work with, Nadine had punished herself for years through overtraining, dieting, restriction, uh, just being damn mean to herself and her body. But over the last year, she's learned how to have a positive relationship with training and her body. So in today's episode we talk about some of her biggest aha moments over the last year and how she's learned to enjoy the process. It ain't easy uh learning to trust and enjoy the process. We talk about how slowing down <laughs> has really helped her redefine her relationship with training. We talk about freakouts <laughs> Because many of my women have many freakouts, and they're a great thing. They're not a bad thing. They're really important. We talk about overwhelm, not trusting the process, uh, meeting ourselves with compassion, uh, being intentional with our nutrition, having breaks and time off and how that is a part of the plan, that is a part of the practice and how she's learned to enjoy movement in a completely different way. She also shares, like Leah and Megan, some of uh, her biggest pieces of advice for you. So if you are feeling stuck in your training, listen. Listen all the way to the end. Uh, Listen to the whole damn thing because Nadine has some really cool stuff to say in this conversation. Nadine, it is an absolute pleasure to lead you and I'm really looking forward to having you back on the podcast to talk about your important work and dive deeper into your story. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bo, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. I want to talk to you about your training today. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's do it. Where should we start? Maybe let's start with like the backstory. Kind of where you were uh when we first connected and then I really want to dig into we just finished the warrior queen challenge Mm -hmm. so I want to talk to you about your experience through
1: that how does that sound sounds great okay so I was working with another trainer who was completely amazing um but I didn't realize how much work I still needed to do on body image and my relationship to exercise. Um, and so I was not enjoying the process because there was a lot of looking at metrics, weigh-ins, pictures, um, tracking food. And it was really triggering for me at that point. It was really, really triggering. So I was not enjoying the process at all. And I had to let it all go and meet myself with so much compassion. And you held so much compassion <laughs> for the freakouts and for the questions and for the uncertainty. Um and there was a lot of pain, joint pain, wrist pain, back pain. Um, I can't even remember all the pain points, but we basically started from scratch, from the ground up. And um, I just like really enjoyed the process of strengthening my parts, of learning the movements, of feeling confident in the movements and um, like there's something that you say that I really love, which is like, you got to slow down to speed up. And we slowed everything down, which was so helpful. So rather than like working out or aiming to work out five, six times a week, it was like, let's just do three days. And then meeting that consistently, you no longer feel like a fraud or an imposter. Like I do work out three times a week and I meet it consistently. So that was really powerful. So I feel like I'm in such a different place it's almost up to the year point with you, I think. And I feel like a completely different person with my relationship with movement exercise. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. As I always say, uh, well, the slow down to speed up, I stole that from Lululemon.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes. You did say that.
0: So uh, but it's, it is. And I think what, You know, when we talk about this whole idea of a year, you know, it takes about a year to build a consistent training practice, uh, Mm -hmm. to build that foundation. That seems like really scary and frustrating and unfair and you're just like a year. But if we slow down in that year and spend the time, then we get to like, basically we speed everything up. Yes. Uh, And I think for so long, so many women like yourself had tried to speed things up and along (laughs) for kind of that mythical end point or outcome. Uh, And so, yeah, I think the first year is it's hard. Can you just talk a little bit about that? You know, at the start, how did you feel about taking it way back down like to
1: to the ground yeah okay so there was a lot of overwhelming thoughts of like this isn't enough I'm not going to get to my goal um not trusting my body because of all of the injuries and having to constantly take a step back and like strengthen parts um so it that was like really frustrating and then not seeing what i thought was supposed to be progress right and then like just just not trusting the process i had a lot of freak out moments <laughs> as you like to call them um but it was a learning experience definitely it was definitely a learning experience and i definitely needed to go through that to feel as confident and to trust my body in the current moment, in the way it is right now. So um, I probably am, like, I feel minimizing the freakouts, but they were they were overwhelming, like so much brain space, so much, like, time thinking about, like, is this going to work? Am I doing this right? Like, is this how it's supposed to be? Just not trusting, very insecure. Because you hear, you see those, like, 21 days to get, like, I don't know, abs or whatever you're looking for, a booty, and here you are, like, really slowing it down, really teaching the movements, really connecting with the body. Um, so there was a lot of freak outs.
0: Yeah, talk, you know, because this is, you know, you ain't alone. Yeah, yeah. like I've been yeah. on it for a long time, and that's why I have a, a, whole, a whole idea or concept around, like, the freak out days. You know, they either come at day 21 of the cycle or, yeah. you know, in the first day six months of, mm-hmm. I guess, rebuilding the foundation or starting to work with me. Mm -hmm. Um, What were you freaking out about?
1: Can like go deeper on it? Like what was going on in the mind? Uh, Freaking out about not seeing the progress. So not lifting as heavy as I thought I needed to, to get the results that I wanted. Um, Not seeing the shifts in my body that I expected working out consistently um, and that was probably very much related to the fact that I was still under eating without like realizing it um, being very intentional with the nutrition for the past three months. Now I see the results. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you really need to eat a little bit more protein to see the actual muscle develop. Um, what else was there? Just mainly feeling like, I think there was a lot of freakouts about it's not enough. It's not enough. And then when I did push myself, like worrying, like, will I ever be satisfied? Will it ever be enough? That that was where it was like swaying the pendulum was like, it's not enough. When will it be enough? That kind of thing. Yeah.
0: What a great question. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Will it ever be enough? <laughs> and you answered that once in session, I asked you that. And you basically said, like, I'm, I'm probably doing a horrible job of paraphrasing, but what I took from it was that, you know, it's enough, but it's cool to constantly challenge your body and see what it can do, right? Like be satisfied with what you're capable of doing, but still challenge yourself. And that shifted it completely. And I stopped feeling like it's not enough. It's not enough. So that was kind of a cool win,
0: Yeah, you know, and I think that about training and I also think that about our own bodies. You know, I believe we can hold both. You know, we can hold not loving the body that we're in and not feeling super confident and wanting to change it, but also respecting it. And it's the same with the training. It's, okay, of course, yeah, you want to lift more and you want to do more and you want to get more results. You can hold that, but then you can also hold this, the other side of it, which was, you know what, I was, I had so many aches and pains and I didn't have a consistent training practice. And so now I do, and I don't have aches and pains. uh, And so you can hold both. And I think that's really
1: important. um, Yeah. Speaking of not being satisfied, it was like, I was doing a lot of personal work on body image as well. So it's like, I went from being completely loathing self-hate to trying to love myself, swinging from this pendulum to the other pendulum, and then feeling guilty and shaming myself for not loving my body. And I was just like, how can I hold both, like accepting and respecting my body, but still wanting to work on it. And from a place of like acceptance, not like hate and like you know that kind of thing um so that, though, there was a lot of freakouts on that too but it's been a while so i guess i kind of forgot about that part
0: <laughs> you know what and this is all that's it's totally normal to have freakouts especially at the start it's because you have tried stuff before and it didn't work and so yeah. so the mind is going to go to this place of well, is it going to work? Like I've tried this before and it hasn't worked, or I feel like, yeah, it's not enough. That's a really big one. Like it's, I'm not doing enough. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the start, we just, a lot of us can't for many reasons where we're trying to strengthen the physiology and when you build from the foundation up, like you got to slow it down, like we can't move fast. But what I'll often say is, you know, and I'm sure you feel this, once you spend the time on developing the movement or learning how to do it properly, like it's there. And it's there forever. Uh, And it's just that the frustration can come from the initial slowing down. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's true. That's true.
0: Yeah, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, that was the first few months of, this is not enough, and it's really slow, and I'm not going to see progress, and you know, multiple freakouts to kind of talk about the journey, like uh, the, the the change in mindset, um, and what that did to you showing up to the training.
1: Okay, so I think the biggest shift for me um was when you spoke about having breaks being part of the plan there was always this idea that to be athletic sorry I had to always be working it had to be perfect I could never miss a day I could never miss a week and so when we went away on our family vacation and you gave me permission so to speak it felt like a thousand pounds literally melted off my shoulders and I could be, I feel like I'm going to cry present with my family, but also like enjoy movement in a completely different way. That was the biggest transformation. <laughs> Woo, I didn't think I would cry.
0: <laughs> I make you yeah. all cry. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Well, I, don't, I don't make them <laughs> for anyone listening. It's not like I make them cry, but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I always love when it comes out cuz it's like it it's it, it's important like whatever yeah. like whatever information is coming through that and the emotion behind it like that you know it might even seem like a tiny thing but it's not. Yeah, you can yeah. tell from the reaction of the body and even the experience that you had. Like I can go on holiday and I can just be present with my family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say that like, you know, you're, um, cause again, our minds are so black and white. Most people will go like, oh, you didn't exercise and you just like let yourself go. It's not that like I was able to show up in movement in a different way. I've never walked so much. Like the resort was huge and we were walking like 20 to 25 K every single day for like, I think it was 11 days. Um, and so, but it was just, it didn't feel like exercise and it didn't feel like a should. And that was like the magic. Yeah.
0: And that's what training should feel like. Yeah. It should feel like that. It shouldn't feel like a, you know, a should or a punishment or a have to, it should feel like this, like I want to go and move. Like I want to do a practice.
1: Yeah. Like I get to, like, now I'm at the point where I crave the movement. I crave, you know, the alone time. I crave the challenge. Um, and I always feel better after, which is nice.
0: Yeah. So we did warrior queen challenge, which Mm -hmm. was 12 weeks. And the intention of the challenge was to increase your confidence at the barbell. And we focused yeah. on the squat, the deadlift, and the pull-up. Can you talk about your experience uh, during the challenge? Uh, and then we'll talk about what kind of happened at the end.
1: Yeah. So my experience, I just kind of went into it one day at a time, having no expectations. My only goal was to, like, try to lift more. And there's something that happens as soon as I like put the weight on the bar and I look at it, I get like butterflies, this nervous feeling of like, Oh my God, can I do this? And I really have to like, it's so easy to just walk away from the fear, but I really have to like talk myself and coach myself and like, you know, um, the, the affirmation, like I can do this. You probably hear it in my videos all the time talking to myself, but once you're able to do that first squat, mainly it was with the squats for me. Um, it's just like this adrenaline rush, like, yes, I can do this, right? So it was, it was exhilarating, it was exciting. And I did progress. I, I think I started at like 95 pounds and then I got to like about 115 and then had a little bit of an injury. So I feel so confident in my squat. Um but I struggled a little bit with my deadlift. I feel more confident with the pull-up like I'm working like that feels really strong it's like getting to that place of being able to do one by myself I'm not there yet but I trust that it will happen trust complete trust that it'll happen there's no timeline um but yeah and then my back my back I had a back injury and we had to kind of just reverse engineer everything
0: Yeah. And talk about that. Talk about, you know, because we were at week, I think we're finishing up week nine.
1: Yeah, it was close to the end. It was close to the end. To be honest, when it happened, I didn't actually think that I was not going to participate, so to speak, in the challenge. So it didn't hit me that hard. I didn't see it as a failure. I didn't see it as like I didn't complete it I was frustrated a little bit with my body, like, why does this keep happening? Um, But we talked about it, and you're kind of like, we just have to listen to the body. The body is the boss, basically, and just give the attention where it needs to go so that I can get stronger. Otherwise, this is just going to keep happening. So I was a little bit frustrated with my body, and then I got over it. And then I got over it. (laughs) the little tantrum freak out. Then I got over it. Um, I think I told you as well, I was kind of reading about the lens of German new medicine and just understanding that the back pain may be related more to an emotional aspect and working through that. I was able to have complete trust that I will get stronger. This will go away. It's not permanent and just completely leaning into trust for my body, which was really cool.
0: Yeah, we just changed the strategy. We just changed your programming to meet your body where it's at. And I think that can be really hard if you have a plan or you have a strategy and then it ain't going to plan (laughs) and so you have to adjust it. Um, Yeah. But if we like zoom out, like it's we need to work on that to build the foundation is the most important thing. And I often talk about this when it comes to my training, like my number one thing is to have a healthy, strong spine. Like that's my most important thing because I've not had a healthy, strong spine and I won't sacrifice anything for that. Like massive, massive strength goals or a massive aesthetic goals, because that's my number one focus. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, at the start, the number one focus is building the foundation, And so if we're doing something and something comes up like the back where we're like, okay, we're building the foundation. So we need a new strategy. We need Mm -hmm. to do something different with the programming because there's like a weak link here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, what good is it if you can squat, I don't know, however much, but then like your back gives out for the next three days, like that's not strong, you know, just because you have like bragging rights to say, I can lift that much, but then, you know. So it was. I had to do a lot of mindset work on that. Yeah. Yeah, like
0: training is obviously a such a big physical game, but I believe it's a bigger mental game. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you share some like really big learnings or insights that you've had over the past well,
1: nearly twelve months? Some big learnings. I would have to say. is really meeting myself with compassion, really meeting myself with compassion and learning to trust my body, whether it's in movement or just where it's at in this stage of life. Um, And I think the way I treat myself and my body is completely different. Like that's a huge... huge change for me um so I shared with you the other day I went to the mall and I bought a dress and that was like a huge win for me because I tried on a size that was too small and old Nadine would have really been critical bought the dress anyways even though she didn't feel confident or comfortable over exercised starved herself And then went to the event just to say that she wore a specific size, but wasn't confident, wasn't whatever, wasn't present. I bought the more comfortable size. And I looked great, by the way. (laughs) Um, I bought the more comfortable size. I went home and still had my snack. I still nourished the next day. I still showed up to my practice. So it was like a huge shift, you know, that like your size the size of your clothing, the number on the scale does not define you, does not define me. Um, And just like being, being good with that. So that was like a big learning. Yeah.
0: It's so, again, like it's, it's that experience, like the holiday experience, that experience, it's. You know, in this first like 12 months, I believe it's like so much mindset work. It's like mm-hmm. redefining relationships and like breaking down old beliefs and old patterns. And yeah, there's a training practice there, which is definitely helping with that. Yeah. But I'll always say, okay, at, like around 12 months, now we're just getting started. Now yeah. the fun begins because yeah. we've actually like worked so much on the mind and the mindset and we're settled into this to this place of like, yep, it's like the long way home, you know, and I'm here and I have a consistent practice now and I've done a lot of freakouts and a lot of mindset work and now let's go. Let's like get really friggin' strong.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just getting started.
0: Yeah. Is that how it feels for you? Kind of what's happened over the
1: last, yeah. It does feel like that. There's, there's no more like, I mean, there's moments of it, but like, I can definitely fall back Um, there's not that many moments of like perfection all or nothing there's so much more compassion there's so much more acceptance there's so much more like this is who I am I am a person that works out not like I'm trying to exercise that kind of thing so yeah there's there's just so many shifts can't say enough
0: yeah, I guess to to finish, what would you say to a woman who, you know, maybe she's tried training before and she's tried dieting before and then she's thinking about this idea of like rebuilding her foundation, but she is overwhelmed by the fact that it might take a long time or maybe she wants results, you know, quickly, you know, within a few months or six months, or let's just even say a year, because like, I don't Mm -hmm. honestly believe we can get massive, big, long lasting results within a year. Being women that have businesses and have families and have, have, you know, had these experiences with training and nutrition, you know, diet Mm -hmm. culture, essentially for a long time. I just don't think it's like, I'm not going to say it's not possible. It is. And I often say to all of you, look, we could do it. Yeah. We can do it in like six months, nine months, 12 months. Like if we like train four days a week and like went super hard, but a lot of you aren't ready for that. Like a lot of you need to go through what you've gone through in the last, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12 months to get to this place to like understand the process and trust yourself. And you've done all of that work. So Yeah. Do you have anything that you want to say to, to those women?
1: There's so much I could say. So sure. We can do it on our own, but it'll take that much longer when you're not doing it with the guidance of a coach who knows this stuff in and out, right? That's number one. Number two, it's, So much nicer to train from a place of acceptance and respect than from a place of self-loathing and hate and criticalness and judgment. And so like, if you don't do that mindset work in conjunction with the body work, you can reach your goal, but never be satisfied. And do we want to be 70 and never be satisfied? Like really and truly? Because that's the society that like we kind of live in. It's never enough. It's you're never like, there's always something to compare to, to be critical about. And like, I am turning 40 in two years and I want to like fully, fully be confident and accepting of who I am at that point, And not like constantly criticizing myself. Right. So working with Someone like you can fast track that and can make it such an enjoyable part of your day of your life. There's enough stress. We don't need to stress about this too, right? Like you take all of the guesswork out of it. It's like, here's your workout. Open the app. You don't have to think, just be present and just do it. Um and then there's so much support along the way in terms of like the freakouts. Yeah. So if you're on the fence, this is your invitation.
0: hey i love a good hot invitation right like just do it it's true yeah what will take you five years you can do in one and now you know you know me i'm not all for the short way like it still takes a long time but just think back to what you've been doing for five years ten years like we could do that in one like you could have a consistent training practice that you can hold for the rest of your life in a year Mm -hmm. um instead of it taking five yeah yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually, I'm going to have you back on because I want to talk about your work, the yeah. other side of your world. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, more about like your food journey and it into your work. So let's, we'll have a, like a full big podcast episode Ooh, where we can talk. It. Yeah. Talk about your work and um, the food side of things. How does that
1: sound? That sounds amazing. Thank you. Okay. Well,
0: thanks for sharing today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. This was lovely. <laughs>
0: warrior woman thanks so much for listening to this episode if you haven't please give the podcast some love by subscribing now and if you enjoyed this episode please rate it and share it with another warrior woman also if you want to go crazy i'd love if you wrote a review for the warrior school podcast And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.